Folks, welcome back to Surprise Mechanics, the only podcast about video games. I'm your co-host, Roman Butel, and joining me, as always, is Michael Jones. Greetings, gamer. I see you. Greetings, gamer. I see you. Mike, I'm feeling good today. It's a beautiful Thursday morning, afternoon, I mean to say, Thursday afternoon, or as I call it, Friday Eve, because <laughs> we, have, we have fun. And uh, I'm realizing right now this release is on a Wednesday, so disregard all that. It's Wednesday for you, you peons not here in the chat. Yeah, I mean, we all know the song goes, yesterday was Thursday, now today is Friday, but you know, you're listening to this hopefully on Wednesday when it drops. Of course, they can't wait. They're here at uh, 8 a.m. every Wednesday morning when it's supposed to go live. And uh, they're, they're, they're sitting cross-legged on the floor, Mike, eating it all up. We, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. And uh, so today we're talking about Resident Evil multiplayer games. We're continuing our chat from last week. Uh, but before we get too into it, Mike, do you have, have, I don't know, do you have any new thoughts about Resident Evil 8 Village now that there's been a little bit more time you've been spending with it? Um, I, I just still really enjoy it. Um, I, I still feel like, like, the, you know, like little things probably are nitpicky. Um, there's like a, a change with cutscenes where, well, this especially sucks for people who like to speed run, but during the cutscenes, the timer still plays. So, oh, does it? You have to skip them. Yeah. Oh, you can't, you can't that. just enjoy the cutscenes during a, a speed run. I like you could with like Resident Evil 2 remake. That's interesting. Where the timer would stop during a cutscene, whether you watched it or not. So like it's like little things like that. Like you kind of discover that eh, why they do that. It's just like a silly choice, right? But I don't feel like it destroys the experience of the game for me because I mean most of the time I'm not speed running it. Right. Um, so they're like, again just like really minute things, but um also look really weird the capcom why did you decide to stop the timer during scenes in these previous titles um but you you know reversed that decision this time around like where does that decision get made and and how does that happen because it just seems really weird that you know they they'll introduce a feature and then take it away uh a few titles later for seemingly no reason (laughs) right yeah yeah, well, I just beat my hardcore run this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. I, you were right. Once I got through that Lycan fight, it was a lot easier. Uh, that was definitely the hardest part of the game. And I had spent a little more time with mercenaries before. And now I'm going to spend a lot more time with mercenaries before I get into my Village of Shadows run to kind of unlock some of those late game things that I don't want to spoil right now for uh, anyone who hasn't played or our friend Matt. That's just that's kind of how I do things. I don't know how you live your life over there. Well, and uh, oh, what were you, what were you saying? Oh, nothing. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. I did unlock... Uh, one thing I don't mind saying, because this is not super... Uh, I unlocked the infinite ammo magnum, because that was my my oh, mission oh, in my nice. hardcore run, was I was like, I want to pick one gun and fully upgrade it, so that way I can have the infinite ammo version next time. And uh, magnums are really fun in these games, so I wanted that one. So I figured between that and the assault rifle, I'm I'm probably set. That is a really good choice, too, because Magnums in, in the Resident Evil series are just absolutely the most powerful. Um, oh, yeah. Did you unlock the hand cannon or just the, the Wolfsbane? Wolfsbane, because you have to unlock, you have to fully upgrade the Wolfsbane to unlock the hand cannon. So, or at least, I, or maybe you just had to beat it on hardcore to unlock the hand cannon. Because I didn't have the hand cannon unlocked until finishing this run, but I, I was like, right. I'm going to stick with the Wolfsbane. I so far only have an infinite ammo assault rifle, um, 
and uh, I am really looking forward to the the ultimate unlockable weapon, which is obtainable by uh, beating every stage of the mercenaries with a double S rank. Mm-hmm. The highest rank you can achieve in the mercenary stages is triple S, which I don't think getting triple S gives you anything aside from bragging rights, though. It's you unlock so- Luigi. <laughs> Luigi is now playable. Yeah, you can now um, play as Luigi. <laughs> the um the 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 end result though is I don't think there's anything there to unlock with Triple S, but I might still go for that just for the bragging rights. Oh sure, I mean, why not? I've I've yeah. only got S on one stage so far, but I'm sure there are strategies out there that are worth trying to 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 shoot for the gold, get the high score. Same. I also have S on one. Um, I have been doing the shotgun. And I know you like the sniper rifle, and I've I've seen I read another guide online that suggested the exact same thing you're doing. So I think I might just bite the bullet and do it just for the sake of getting that uh, the unlockables. But that kind of stinks a little bit because I would much rather do it with the shotgun. I think the shotgun works a lot better on the factory map. Yes, uh, I think the cat the for, I think the one castle map too. Basically, those indoor maps. I think it works a lot better. But uh, it is it is a very fun game mode, and I really appreciate its inclusion. I still do kind of miss having other choosable characters to play as, but uh, it is very fun to play in its own, so right. uh, that I really appreciate. Absolutely. And so today, the reason we wanted to talk about multiplayer games is because Resident Evil 8 includes uh, a copy of Reverse, which... Uh, is their new online multiplayer game uh, that we thought we would be able to talk about now, but it's <laughs> not, it doesn't exist yet. It's sitting on our hard drives. We can see the icon, but the service goes live this summer. Capcom, uh, uh, brighter minds than ours, Michael, decided let's not strike while the iron's hot. Let's not get this going while Resident Evil Village is sort of dominating the zeitgeist. Let's wait until a post-Ratchet and Clank world. And then we'll, uh, you know, roll out our multiplayer game that everyone is going to be so excited to play. Uh, We just know they can't wait for it because that's what everyone comes to Resident Evil for is Mm -hmm. frantic gunplay. I think now's a great time to say... All right, folks, here's your first and only friendly warning that spoilers are ahead. If you don't want to know your plot beats, your characters, user experience, the buzz of the biz, and of course, the mechanics, then we recommend playing the games how you'd like. So let's jump in. Um, Even though we can't play Reverse yet, which is kind of a big surprise. I thought that this game (laughs) would launch with Village just the way that Resistance launched with Resident Evil 3 Remake. Right. And, I mean, I'll be honest... I was not looking forward to playing Reverse, um, but I still am going to play it and try it nonetheless. Uh, what, what's your thought on it, Roman? Uh, I agree with you. I mean, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm in a complete agreement. Uh, I'm definitely going to try it because uh, I have it. But uh, honestly, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I will <laughs> because since it's coming out this <laughs> summer, I feel like I'll try a round or two just to see what it is. And who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. But the premise did not intrigue me. Uh, and I thought it would just, you know, I could hop into a game between play sessions of Resident Evil 8, and we can't. Um, But let's let's take a step back and start all the way at the beginning, because when I was doing my homework for this episode, I had mistakenly assumed that this was a new trend for Capcom, because in, in my view, it feels like they're kind of desperate to get in on this online multiplayer game. Uh, Reverse is the second 
multiplayer game they've released in just as many years. So they're having one of these a year now. But there have been a lot of online multiplayer games. And the very first of which was Resident Evil Outbreak, which I want to say is good. Mike, I'll let you take the lead on this because you're the Outbreak expert. But I think it's a rare case of them getting it right the first time. Yeah, um, I think it's fair to say that Outbreak is somewhat of a niche today and possibly even back when it release released um i mean resident evil's always been a, a single player like first and foremost franchise although there's always like hints of uh the desire to like bring more than one person into the experience um i mean behind the scenes the very first resident evil in 1996 uh, the developers wanted to make a game where you could play co-op or you could play with a companion AI. So that whole design feature in Resident Evil 5 and 6 has its roots at the very beginning of the series, even though that was never implemented because of technical limitations. Uh, Outbreak is the first game in the series where you actually got that opportunity to play with other people in a survival horror scenario. And the very first Outbreak game came out in 2003, uh, which the way Outbreak is structured is uh, kind of different from most Resident Evil games, too. It's essentially uh, a series of escape scenarios. Um, Outbreak File 1 and Outbreak File 2, its sequel or expansion, uh, is filled with five scenarios each. And they really do play like escape rooms where you and three other people are playing unique characters with backstories and lore um, and wonderful ad-lib messages that you can share with each other to to help guide each other. And the online experience for 2003 was really ahead of its time when you stop to sit down and think about it because in 2003, what online video games were you playing? Even then on the PlayStation 2, I played a bunch of like Time Splitters, Future Perfect Online, Star Wars Battlefront, um, but it was really difficult in some cases to get the PlayStation 2 to connect to the network. I remember spending hours trying to configure my router to play Metal Gear Solid 3 online, and it was it was a challenge for, for you know, young Mike, but... Mm-hmm. Um, this game existed and it somewhat worked, um, which is why I say it's ahead of its time. It, it definitely has its issues and it's not a perfect game, but uh, what it really did, I think that is amazing, is it meshed the online multiplayer aspect of gaming that was still in its infancy. Um, I mean, going back to like, say doom or quake you could argue that multiplayer online existed in the 90s and it absolutely did but uh as far as a mainstream and console availability for network play this was still pretty early on and not only was it bringing people together over the network it was a survival horror experience through and through it had everything from the fixed camera angles the classic enemies it it really each scenario plays like a mini resident evil game Mm -hmm. and it's just the most on brand like it 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 is resident evil at its core 
and and e- even further there's so much uh content in these games like every npc in a cutscene is an unlockable character every sound you hear is an unlockable bite in the in the the, the library um there's concept art there's just a bunch of stuff thrown throughout where if you're a fan of resident evil then this game has like just the most fan service ever for you yeah and i agree with that completely and and what you said is exactly right it is the most on brand this is it's an online multiplayer game for sure but it still is resident evil we've played one uh what are they called sequences scenarios scenarios yeah we've played one together because there is a fan community that has uh revived the servers and you can play the game now on pc it was very much survival horror we were trying to escape the zombies that were taking over raccoon city uh ammo was scarce obviously it's old school resident evil so it is not built as a shooting game um the one thing i will say about it is i think this game is absolutely worth playing but it does suffer from being an old game you know it's kind of hard to rate it with a modern lens it has that old like that old video game difficulty to it as well like and and they definitely anticipate that you're playing with other real people online so you can't just have a an easy experience right you got to give some sort of challenge so the game can be pretty tough um absolutely but i think i think it really shines on repeated playthroughs because you know little details change uh, as you change difficulties and um, there's a lot of room for just like just g- general fun because um, you're running around with your friends in an absurd scary scenario and even with the game's flaws I had a lot of fun playing with you and it's very fun to play with friends so uh, you know it, especially if you have a friend like you Mike who is very intimately familiar with this game then you will I think have a good time with it so we wanted to talk about Outbreak, and we wanted to make sure to hit on Outbreak, because this is probably going to be a thing we come back to, because there is a cry within the Resident Evil fan community for Capcom to remake Outbreak, and for reasons we would get into throughout this episode, it's a good idea. They should absolutely do that. It is a really, really clever way to adapt the Resident Evil formula into online. But moving on a little bit, the next one I found, Mike, and let me know if you think this is accurate, is a game called... Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, which came out in 2012. <laughs> now, there might have been... There was also, for the 3DS, there was Mercenaries 3D. I yes. didn't write that one on the list because uh, that is also packed into, I think, one of the Revelations games or something very similar. But, and it's also... That's the one from 4 and 5, right? So it's like literally they just took that mini game and put it on the 3DS. Essentially, yeah. The Mercenaries 3D takes the, the, the that mode from, I think, 4 or 5... And I don't know if it was also from six, but maybe, but uh, it it just packaged that material as a standalone on the 3DS. Yeah, so we don't really need to spend too much time talking about that one. But Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, I had never heard of this game. (laughs) It is one of the few Resident Evil games that I have not played and do not own, and it, I I believe, it carries uh, a little bit of shame in the community. Um. It is it, it it is a third person action shooter. Um, I, I think the horror elements of that game are a little less apparent or uh, forward, and it, it, it is uh, through the lens of a 
commando squad behind the scenes in Raccoon City uh, shooting stuff. And uh, it definitely doesn't look like a Resident Evil game on first glance. So I, I, I think it came out for one of the anniversaries of Resident Evil, but um, it, uh, it I, I commonly hear it's an okay game, but you know it, it has its issues which are pretty big and I don't think it's a very long game either. Um, it just from everything I've seen of it, I've watched streamers play it. I've watched YouTube videos of it, but I've never had a chance to sit down and play it myself, but I feel reluctant to do so because it just does not feel like Resident Evil even when I'm watching someone else play it. Right. And so not to be outdone by that flop, in 2016, Capcom released Umbrella Core, which was an entirely online game uh, that came and went like a fart in the wind. Uh, It was... It sounds very similar to what you're describing, Mike, where it was just a third-person, over-the-shoulder... A Call of Duty-like game where you were, I believe, I don't know if you, well, you were the Umbrella Corps, obviously, and you were basically sent in to clean up, uh, it's like all the good things that happened in Resident Evil already happened, you didn't get to see any of that, you were just sent to clean up whatever stray monsters were left behind, I think. I don't know much about this one either, because I forgot this game existed, uh, but I do- As everybody should. Right, I think- I remember seeing a video on Jim Sterling's YouTube channel where they talked about it and they were like, this sucks. <laughs> and uh, it was the Metal Gear Survive of this, uh, of these Resident Evil games. Uh, just, just truly, truly bad. It is, I think it is truly the black sheep of the franchise. And I mean, rightfully so. I, I think, uh, again, this is a game that I really haven't had a chance to play, but I've seen it quite a bit. And I've, I've heard the uh, community's thoughts on it. And it's just, I don't really know what Capcom was thinking with this game. It, it is another third-person over-the-shoulder shooter. It is all, uh, you know, you play a generic soldier person and you shoot zombies and monsters, but there's I, I just don't really think there's any uh, big depth to the game that kept it going. I, I, I don't even know if, you know, it being an online-only game if you can still play it with other people or not, right. I just, it, it just it, whenever people talk about Resident Evil, Operation Raccoon City and Umbrella Corps are two games that are usually painful to talk about. I would sincerely love if there's someone out there who these are like some of their favorite Resident Evil games to drop us an email. SurpriseMechanicsPod at gmail.com. Yeah. I need to meet you. <laughs> if, if Umbrella Corp is your favorite resident evil game then you're wrong i just need to know why i just like like this is a safe place i promise i won't mock you i need to know what it was about it because but you're wrong (laughs) well you'll talk to me not mike i promise uh because i just just yeah it looks so generic it looks so 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 this is a recurring this is gonna be a through line throughout this conversation too where and not only is capcom desperate to like make some sort of resident evil online game happen but the thing they always keep going back to is just shooty bang bangs they just we have guns in these games so that's what the the combat will be and it'll be a lot of shooting and there's maybe a way to make that work which i kind of want to talk about that later once we get through all this like what we think could work for a resident evil multiplayer game yeah but it's not this (laughs) it's not just trying to copy call of duty or Warzone or whatever this is i don't even know yeah i think that uh you're right that through line is there and ripping things off ripping off like other popular trends is 
a huge part of that through line and that makes me really sad but yes. let's carry on yeah well speaking of so that brings us to uh 2020 with project resistance which were like you said michael released in tandem with resident evil 3 remake i will give project resistance some credit because it definitely does uh try to capitalize on modern gaming trends in that it is an asymmetric multiplayer game where one person plays a uh like I forget the term, but like an observer where they basically are laying traps and spawning enemies on the map and trying to stop the progress of four survivors who are trying to fight their way out. And each of the four human characters, like Outbreak, was their own character, and they all were basically a different class, had their own skills, and uh, they eventually added, I believe, Jill and then the bad guy from 3 Remake. But the downside was if you couldn't have clones of the same character, so you had to be really quick as soon as the lobby opened to try to get the character you wanted. Um, I give this get one some credit because it was not a perfect game. It was pretty flawed, but it at least felt a little more like Resident Evil uh, in that you were just trying to survive and fight your way out of something. And it worked pretty well. It was a, you know, basically a polished Dead by Daylight clone, which is funny now because they're just adding Resident Evil to Dead by Daylight, so I think it is safe to assume this game is dead. But I don't know, you and I played it together a few times, and it was pretty fun. I bounced off it kind of quick, just because it didn't have uh, enough going on to keep me interested for a long period of time, but I also didn't hate it. Yeah, it was... Uh, to me, it's a really weird game, and we we did play it a little bit, but I, I am still shocked by how quickly it fell off the map for us, and I think... For a lot of other people too, um, to my knowledge, Capcom hasn't really done much to support the game since its release in 2020, besides a few updates through that year mm-hmm. post-launch. Um, but it, as a game, it to me it it struck a chord with um, it has similarities to an old Half-Life 2 mod called Zombie Master, where uh, one player was the titular zombie master who would you know spawn enemies and kind of try to thwart the the player's progress through a level while everybody else tried to progress through the level without dying um and uh, that was a really fun game mode back then but it's just a mod for half-life so (laughs) this is its own thing but it, it it feels very reminiscent of that though i i do know that uh, Capcom, I think there was a leak and information in that leak contained that uh, Resistance was designed to appeal to Dead by Daylight fans. And uh, the game had uh, its eye out for that asymmetrical Dead by Daylight market. Which, again, is funny now because they've clearly just thrown their hands up in defeat and are letting Dead by Daylight use their characters. But it also speaks to your point, Mike, about how this is the obvious shortcoming of just trying to cash in on a trend uh, without tr- adding any innovation of your own because this game wasn't bad per se, wasn't great, but it was playable and it worked pretty well. And I had a decent amount of fun with it, but Dead by Daylight was also right over here and I have more friends on that and I like that game more. That game has a little more to offer. So I'm I'm just going to go back to that, you know? Right, and and to try to compete in that space, to I mean, you're already going up against an established player. It, it it's really like it's it's not like the battle between PUBG and Fortnite. Right. It it is it is much more like trying to release an MMO 
to compete with World of Warcraft at the height of World of Warcraft. <laughs> right. It, you, you, you are not going to dethrone that leader simply because you think, you, you know, your brand is stronger. Uh, you, you definitely have to make a better game. And in this case, Dead by Daylight, I think, is the better game. Um, I, I think one of the things about Resistance that, that kind of bugs me whenever I think about it is it just feels very small. Mm, definitely. And, and along with that, it, it really pushes you through the game. I think regardless of how you play it, it always feels like you're just rushing uh, because of the timer. And I, I, I sincerely feel like Resident Evil really doesn't need that feel to it. That that feeling of like, oh, I'm being rushed through is just kind of bad in my view. Sure. And, and you know, I think some of that, I think that's fair and valid. And I think some of it, uh, an argument could be made. Well, well, if they're adapting this to a, this kind of online multiplayer game, they, they need to change their formula a little bit. And that formula change may come in the form of this, this timer you're talking about. And now that does not invalidate your criticism of it. Or if it's, you know, you're not feeling it or don't like it, then that's also, you know, very fair. Um, but the thing I want to leave off on this is that I, in, in my opinion, I'm fine with putting my foot down on saying, I think this had potential because this is just the, the nature of online games. Uh, it did not feel super complete when it was launched. They get a pass on that for me because it included a game I paid for already. But if they would have continued to support Resistance and had been interested in actually carving out their corner of the asymmetric horror action market, I think this game could have been pretty cool. I think they could have revamped it and done quite a bit with it. Uh, and and I'm not going to go as so far as to say this is a good game, because it's not. But it's fine, and it feels a little bit more like Resident Evil than their past online attempts. And this now brings us to Reverse, which I think it's hard to say because we haven't technically played it yet. But based on the info, it's Capcom, suck. yeah, based on the info Capcom has given us, does not look good, and it's a step backwards. Uh, it it's is a just, huge step back. Yeah, it's an arena shooter. Uh, the only thing they have going for it is I wrote this down from our episode last week, Mike, where you said you'd like to see the return of classic characters. Well, good news, buddy. <laughs> Now you can play as Leon and shoot Jill. Are you happy cool. now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I've seen I've seen uh players uh you know uh, streaming this game or videos on YouTube of the beta and I uh, and the, the also the launch trailer from the Resident Evil showcases. I uh, and it was a huge disappointment. I, I remember watching one streamer in particular who is a you know very big Resident Evil fan. Um, you know, just just kind of like me, grew up with the series. It's been there always. You know, just kind of constantly. So <laughs> it was very entertaining to me when you know I'm watching them react to this presentation, and the first thing they say is outbreak. And then their face is just stone solid for like the next minute and a half. <laughs> and after that trailer finishes, they simply say, oh, at least it's free. That's a good sign, right, Capcom? That people are saying, at least, it, you know, at least it comes with Resident Evil Village and I don't have to pay, you know, 30 to $60 for your really lame 
multiplayer add-on. I'm just going right. to be blunt here. It it looks absolutely awful. Yeah, it does it's not look a, fun. It's a third-person Call of Duty deathmatch shooter, and the like. The most that really, the most about it that really stands out is uh, rather than just getting shot and die, you pick up virus. Uh, samples and if you pick up a lot of virus samples then you can die and become a stronger bioweapon so you have a chance of playing as like say nemesis or jack baker or william birkin if you get shot and die but even with that i guess you could call it a remix of team deathmatch or deathmatch or whatever it it, it, that that isn't enough. That's just you know one little thing, and I feel like part of this through line with these Resident Evil multiplayer games, you know, especially like say Umbrella Core, uh, and this game, I think will have a, uh, a a very close connection. They just feel like they are half-assed. Like there's just not a lot of thought put into them, and Capcom is ready to hand development duties off to some third-party studio for support and you know make a a cheap generic game shove it out there maybe make a few dollars on microtransactions and call it a day and that really that really bums me out because there's a lot of potential for good multiplayer i just don't feel like reverse is it and you know like again return the classic characters to shoot each other uh, yeah inside the police station like it's it's just a very weird concept and i'm wondering where did you get this idea besides just you know wanting a piece of that call of duty pie or you know w- whatever popular shooter is out there right now it, it, it doesn't look like a battle royale it doesn't look like you know it, it's anything unique in particular and i think it's probably going to launch and then it's going to very quickly die I think so as well. Um, and even to your point about how the, the system of coming back as a monster seems like it could be okay, maybe has potential, uh, that's just something they pulled from Resistance. Because in Resistance, after a certain amount of time, if you were the Observer character, you could summon a big monster. And then you actually got to control them, and it was actually pretty fun. Which, so again, this is like... The system that was in place that worked pretty well in Resistance, not perfectly, but well enough is now just being reverted back to a lesser form of itself bringing it back to outbreak when you die in outbreak one of the mechanics of outbreak is viral infection because you know this isn't just a uh uh you know a zombie bites you the the virus is out there and it's real right so Mm -hmm. each character is susceptible and you have a virus meter or a gauge and when that reaches 100%, your character dies um, regardless. However, when you're playing online, you get back up as a zombie and you can control your player character's zombie. So it again, like yeah, they're just, that's just a, a a long-winded way to rip off something that was really neat with Outbreak. Yep. So, I mean, I guess we'll see for sure when that comes out if we play it. <laughs> I feel like we'll definitely get at least one game in, and if we manage to stomach it enough to finish that one game, maybe that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't see a lot of potential with Reverse, and especially with 
with Resident Evil fans, it seems like a wasted opportunity for the series' 25th anniversary. Um, so Capcom is continuing the trend of just awful anniversary gifts. Yep. <laughs> and, and just for what it's worth, I don't hate this formula of like a multiplayer game launching with a single player game, but at a certain point, they're going to have to pick one and support it. Yes. Or they're going to have to hire a, a developer who is an expert in this and outsource it and let them make their multiplayer game. It, it seems really interesting how Capcom has released two different multiplayer games within a year. Um, and uh, 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 with that, like, are, are they going to continue that? Like, I, I know that there's likely to be a Resident Evil single player game every year or every other year uh, based on like our last few. We've, we've had Resident Evil 7, then, you know, two years later, remake of 2 and then remake of 3 and now Village. So um, I, I'm sure Resident Evil 9 and Resident Evil 4 remake is right <laughs> around the corner. Right. Um, but to continue that trend with multiplayer games and then not supporting them is just that has to cost more money than if they just picked one and, and stuck with it. Right. I would think, um, and so, uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating. Were, were, did you find confirmation or were you just kind of like piecing it together yourself that they actually pulled resources from the Resident Evil 3 remakes development into Project Resistance? I feel like, I, I don't, I don't think there's any conclusive proof of that, mm. um, one of the things that this leak did ma- mention is that Capcom was attempting to uh, jump into the Dead by Daylight market and and, and track those uh, players while realizing that resistance would likely not be favorable for people who enjoyed Outbreak mm-hmm. or even you know mainstream Resident Evil fans. So already resistance is kind of like up against this um this huge struggle to appeal to its own fan base right um but uh next to that resident evil 3 remake was designated a five hour game versus like resident evil 2 and village uh resident evil 7 those are all 10 hour games um so the production process there, again, I, I'm not super familiar with it, but looking at this from the perspective of like opportunity cost, uh, opportunity cost is, you know, if I, if I don't do this, then, you know, uh, what, what am I missing out on? It's, it's not necessarily a concrete uh, dollar amount. It is, um, you know, if, if you don't get your oil changed, then you're going to pay for it later with car maintenance, right? So the opportunity cost of pay- paying for your oil now is not having to pay for repairs later, which are much more uh, greater in, in amount. I feel like the opportunity cost of making resistance potentially could have taken away from Resident Evil 3 Remake. It, it, I know that resistance mm-hmm. was built by a, a another studio. The, the team that worked on 3 Remake is not the same team that worked on resistance. They didn't overlap. But it's not uncommon for games to have supporting studios uh, alongside their main team in order to you know, meet their deadline. And I feel like Capcom's desire to follow up 
with uh, Resident Evil 2 remake within a year. Uh, yes. Whether, you know, that was pr- a decision that was probably made before the public even knew that 2 remake existed. Absolutely. Uh, again, these things are all on a schedule. So, you know, in the next five years, what games are go- are we going to make? Are we going to release? How long are they going to be? How can we squeeze this in and also squeeze this in? Well, what if we made it five hours instead of ten? And and there you have it. That's what I feel like happened um, because I, there's just a lot of material from the original Resident Evil 3 that didn't make its way into um, 3 Remake. And I feel like as a side, we could probably do an episode on that alone when we get around to playing the original three. Well, um, I think we already basically have. And um, <laughs> uh, no. well, there's a lot more to go in depth there, but it's right. just yeah, I, I feel I feel like there's the possibility that you know, I I don't feel like resistance needed to exist. Just the same way I feel like reverse does not need to exist, and the 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 fact that they do. I, I realize Capcom is looking for that microtransaction golden goose. Um, and I know a way they can pull that off and then also please the people who, you know, want a specific thing. I think you're right. And I, I definitely think it's fair to say, regardless, like, obviously we're not insiders. We don't know exactly what's going on. But I think it is definitely fair to say that even taking resistance out of the equation for a second, they definitely made three shorter, three remake shorter rather because they wanted to just get it turned around as fast as possible using the same exact engine, likely sharing a lot of assets, just well, basically it was a flip. all of them. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's why they call her Gion for the first half of the game. Uh, <laughs> and so, but, uh, so basically we're going to move on now from like this, uh, to other types of multiplayer games, but to wrap up like this online game, I think I know what you're going to say as far as the, like how they could do this and, and, uh, make everyone happy. Uh, so why don't you go through that real quick? And then I'm going to, I'm going to manifest something into reality that we may not like. Okay. But I'll, after you. Oh, okay. So I, I feel very strongly that, uh, outbreak was ahead of its time. And, you know, like, again, imagine a multiplayer online video game in 2003 for the PlayStation two. I mean, I know people that never even had a network adapter for their PlayStation two. So, uh, it's kind of crazy that that was a thing. However, outbreak, you know, sold very well, relatively file two didn't sell as well because cap, I think Capcom really goofed that with marketing and also you released a, a sequel to it. And it's, it's more of the same. It, it is enjoyable. It is good, but you know, it, it's kind of like the Wii to the Wii U. What's different, right? Right. Um. So, how, you know, how do you make this multiplayer game that is Capcom's microtransaction golden goose, but also is uh, something that's pleasing to fans? I think the answer is uh, there's a lot of people who are crying just to make these PS2 games uh, ported to the PC, like just playable in today's landscape um, without having to go through all of the emulation or like the crazy stuff to get like fan server stuff working. Um, That alone has people like, please give us that. Please just like let us play this game without having to go through the technical headache. Um, But to go one step further... I think that in within the RE engine, Capcom could make an outbreak game with that third-person over-the-shoulder shooter style, 
that feels like Resident Evil 2 remake, that feels like, um, you know, the kind of tense gunplay that we get in Resident Evil 7 and Village. And um, making that modern imagining of it but keeping the the scenario the escape room scenario i think mm-hmm. is like the the most beautiful part of outbreak because you have this like single player like experience but with friends you're working together to survive and it's a genuine challenge um but it, it you know feeling like you're playing resident evil 2 within that environment is huge versus i'm going to you know try to compete with you and get a higher score i don't feel like that's very resident evil right right now outbreak already had just i I think out of every resident evil game outbreak had the most content that you could unlock in the game through a point system every time you played a scenario you earned points based on what you did in the scenario if you survived um that's cool you know your use of resources so you had a lot of replayability and building up your your points so that you could purchase new characters to play as. So you could purchase uh, sound bites and concept art and other game modes. I think you know that that already sounds like the microtransaction golden goose that Capcom wants. If they were to remake Outbreak or just take that general design idea of Outbreak and adapt it to the modern Resident Evil feel with Resident Evil 2 remakes uh, play uh, play style, then you know you have every single character in the franchise available to uh, release as a uh, DLC or microtransaction. Yeah, you know, new scenarios. Um, yeah, new new skins, new scenarios to keep it going. I mean, the to me the strategy for making a Resident Evil multiplayer game and then supporting it is with the scenarios and with the characters. And there's just a plethora of content available to them for those scenarios and for those characters that, honestly, I, I'm not the kind of person that would go in and buy skins on a game. I think the last time I like bought something cosmetic for a game was for League of Legends in 2012. And I don't play League of Legends anymore, so it doesn't matter. But for Resident Evil Outbreak... I'm pretty sure I would want to keep up with the scenarios and I'm pretty sure that I would want to like tinker around with a few skins or a few like, you know, uh, unlockable characters. And right there, you know, Capcom has people willing to throw them the cash. And that is way more powerful than making a flop multiplayer game every other year or so. To add to that, uh, I know there are players out there who aren't familiar with outbreak but they are familiar with the mercenaries and the mercenaries has been a long running uh a bonus game mode in the series that's beloved it started in resident evil 3 it was huge in 4 5 and 6 and thankfully now it's back with village that's a thing that could also be included in this with co-op with Mm -hmm. you know that multiplayer aspect um because that's essentially what the Mercenaries 3D on the 3DS was. It was a standalone Mercenaries game. You know, just put them together. You know, I'm just I'm I'm now like forming a a um I'm I'm making a fist with both my hands. I'm just like bringing both my hands together. Bring them together. <laughs> Marry the idea. Cuz then you like wait, okay, do, you, do it close to the mic so we can hear it. 
Did you hear that? No. You have you have delightfully soft hands, my dude. <laughs> um, so raid mode is also a popular bonus game mode for Resident Evil fans. And I, I think that ultimately what Capcom should do is we need a Resident Evil outbreak. I don't care if you call it File 3 or if you just call it Resident Evil Outbreak. Right. <laughs> outbreak you know, R. <laughs> I, it just, it, it, we just need the, the spirit of those games today without the technological headache to you know get it running and the ability to enjoy that survival horror experience with our friends to survive with our friends not to fight our friends and in addition to that the mercenaries there's just a huge amount of uh possibilities for that also with like i i just i just see the startup menu and you got are you going to play outbreak are you going to survival horror with your friends the escape room are you going to do the mercenaries with your friends for that you know fast arcade shooting action are you going to do raid mode with your friends um those like three pillars i think are the most common uh bonus or multiplayer modes that fans love the most and to put them into its own self-contained title you know support that over the years uh i i think that's the, that's the solution um, and then not only does Capcom have their golden goose, but they also have fans that are like, I'm so excited we're playing raid mode or we're playing outbreak or we're playing the mercenaries. It's all here. It's all together. It's in one place. Uh, and, you know, if, if I, if, if I want to keep playing, then there's scenarios to choose from. There's new characters to choose from. Uh, there's a whole lot of possibilities there. And I think they're just passing up for you know, really cheap, but ineffective solutions. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and I also think, too, just like if if I'm a executive at a video game company and I see because because there's no way Capcom doesn't know that fans have resurrected the uh, outbreak servers and are running it themselves. If I see that my my eyes turn into dollar signs like a cartoon and I go, OK, well, why don't we do that? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think it's just the logical thing to do. Um I'm holding my monkey's paw right now, and a finger is curling, because I'm about to say something that we might not love, but I think could work, and frankly, I'm surprised they haven't tried it yet. So, I think the problem with these multiplayer attempts is Resident Evil is not built as a Twitch shooter. It's not built to be this arena, fast-paced, Call of Duty-style fighting game. It's much more slower in its design. It, it's much more deliberate, and it calls for a much more slower and deliberate online multiplayer experience, like Outbreak. I feel like you could accurately describe it as like the, the like the the gunplay of the shooting, even in Village. It's like more like Dark Souls, where you have to be deliberate and you have to take your time and you have to consider what's at your you know disposal versus uh you know like a shooter like Call of Duty just go balls to the wall no it's yeah there's a huge difference in that you're Absolutely. shooting guns there's action there but it's different yeah so my proposal in is like i okay i'm going to say i'm saying this and i hope you know i'm not saying i necessarily think it's a good idea i just think <laughs> this is a thing they could try and if they were willing to be bold in their design and take some risks, I think it could work. Mike, I think a Resident Evil Battle Royale game could work. And here's what it would look like. You would land, only you wouldn't actually land. (laughs) You would just spawn. They'd have to figure that out, because obviously you couldn't jump out of a helicopter or something, because it would need to be outbreak style. 
where you are just someone on the ground when the out the the virus starts. Maybe everyone has a knife. Maybe you have that weapon to start with, and that's your melee. And then you run through the map. Maybe it's Raccoon City. Maybe it's the woods, and then the mansions on it. And you are trying to get to the point where the helicopter is going to come and rescue you from the zombies. So there are computer zombie characters that are around, and you and the other survivors are gathering weapons and fighting for resources to stay alive, and then as people die, they can come back as zombies and try to fight you, which uh, Apex Legends, I think two years ago now, did a Halloween event that was like this, and it was really fun and really good, and I see no reason why Resident Evil couldn't just try to get in on that game. Maybe the Battle Royale bubble has finally burst. I think, uh, like with Fall Guys, we're starting to see some games that are appropriately putting their own twist on that genre because I do think like Apex Legends managed to find its way into the market but Fortnite has you know that that shit locked down and I don't necessarily have faith that Capcom could do a good Resident Evil Battle Royale game but I just think they could theme that more to Resident Evil than Reverse than what we're getting now and I'm really nervous because I can't see your face and I can see what you're saying there, too. It's essentially like Outbreak, but you could also just backstab your you know, your, your other survivors in right. order to help yourself, and hopefully it pays off. I think that could add a decent amount of depth to the game as well, because then, yeah, you, you would have that new dynamic. Now, I'm sure, in reality, we would just get, like, a, a, a fort, uh, not a Fortnite, uh, um, a, a PUBG clone, <laughs> it would not be very good, <laughs> but they could do something cool there. Maybe there's like an incentive system where it's like you can work together, but I know if when you're not looking, Mike, if I shoot you in the back of the head, I can take all your good stuff and then my chances of survival are better. But then obviously you'd come back as a zombie. You'd be pissed off at me. <laughs> and so that, like, and, and maybe, you know, it also uh, bites you in the butt too, because you don't have a partner to help you out in a time of need. You, you know, you try to chump a gap and then a crow pecks at you and you fall to your death. Right. Exactly. And actually, you know what? How the Apex Legends Halloween event worked, if I remember correctly, is you all started separately. There was no squads. And so you, by nature, were fighting each other. But then when you got onto the helicopter, you were working together to shoot the hordes of zombies that were coming so that the other people on the ground could get to safety, too. So even mm-hmm. and so you just kind of naturally in the final leg became a co-op game. Um. And I think that could work like something like that, I think, could work in this Resident Evil world. Uh, And there's their, as you say, microtransaction golden goose. Yeah, I think Capcom needs like uh, for the for the executive listening to this from Capcom, um, you know, don't take it as any sort of insult or. Yeah, we love your games. We really need to examine the core of this franchise. And I think that was done with Resident Evil 7. You know, that whole game was a return to form. And it feels like uh, like Resident Evil 3 Remake had me in a position where I was just like, I'm kind of concerned about what's coming next, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that return to form was there already. Like, I don't know how they're missing this. Uh, because there are a lot of people that are calling for it. And I think that that voice is growing louder in the community. Um and there's such a, a, a mo- like a, just a gold mine of potential with the franchise that I absolutely believe multiplayer is possible. Right. It's just doing it the correct way. And it, 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 is, it feels like a common thing with the, the games industry where we're chasing trends, right? 
there's so many battle royale games because of PUBG mm-hmm. and Fortnite. Uh, there were so many Doom clones back in the 90s. Uh, there were so many Resident Evil 4 clones uh, from 2005 to 2010. I mean, if you think of a game that had a brown color palette in the mid to late 2000s, you can thank Resident Evil 4 for that. Although I think it works in 4 because it started it. That's the thing I don't think Capcom really grasps that well is that they started a trend with Resident Evil 4. How do you, how do you start that trend? You do something different. Mm-hmm. And in this case... Uh, asymmetrical horror multiplayer isn't, you know, an uncommon thing. Dead by Daylight's kind of huge. So, do you really want to try to, you know, take down Dead by Daylight? I just feel like it's not a, a feasible path. I think there's space for a different type of horror multiplayer game out there. And Capcom really should look at something that's more unique. I don't see anything else like Outbreak in the market. And if Capcom were to pursue that, I think they would have a reasonably strong and dif- like a, a very strong strategy to differentiate their multiplayer experience from anything else available today. And that alone is huge because do gamers just want ripoffs of the same game? No, you're probably just going to go play PUBG or Fortnite. No, right. you're pr- probably just going to go play Dead by Daylight. So ripping things off is not a good idea at all right so look if we're talking about resident evil online multiplayer games we got to talk about five and six uh and these were there i think it's fair to say these games are now infamous uh mike you talked about five at the end of our last episode and you mentioned how you played it by yourself which you acknowledged is the worst way to play it and really did not have a good time the interesting contrast there is i played resident evil 5 for the first time around the exact same time you were playing five do you remember i do remember that yes yes and our reactions to it were pretty different because while you played alone i played completely online with my brother which hey let's just do a quick round of applause for all the brothers out there that's for the brothers. I played with my older brother, and it was a lot of fun. The game itself is stupid. <laughs> it's, like, really <laughs> dumb. The story is not compelling. I don't really remember what happened except for the boulder punch, obviously. Uh, but we had a good time just running through the maps and killing monsters and solving the puzzles together. I could see why that would not be a satisfying single-player experience, but multiplayer was pretty good. And I gotta be honest, I will take that over reverse or resistance any day it's a shame they can't figure out a way to make the it fun by yourself but it at least was fun with a friend i have not played six i can't speak for six from what i've gathered from the like uh, like the the pulse of the community is uh six is worse than five <laughs> um but i i can't speak for that because i haven't played it i plan to eventually i know you and i have talked about it mike i would love to play a co-op yeah game when, six. when resident evil six goes on sale it's gonna be in your steam library buddy yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, I think I wishlisted it so that I'll get that email. But yeah, I would. I would like to play that. Yeah, I. I think it is definitive that uh, Resident Evil Five and Six are much better experiences when you're playing co-op than single player. Especially so, Resident Evil Six because that game is just absurd. <laughs> um, it, like all the way through, there are four campaigns. It's way too much. The team went way too big. 
Um, and as a result, it's just kind of a crazy game. But it, it is still a fun game. I mean, there are moments of it that are enjoyable. And I imagine with uh, you know a co-op partner, it is a, uh, a fun and engaging experience because when you're blasting monsters um, in a video game, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had when you're doing that with a friend. Right, so, exactly. Um, whether the horror elements or, or are there brother. or not. Or a brother, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that they really took the, the ideas from Resident Evil 4 and they they definitely went the action route, which isn't preferable. Um, at, at least in my perspective, I, I do prefer the, whole, the classic uh, survival horror of Resident Evil. And I feel like Resident Evil 4 uh, towed the line very gracefully between action and horror. Um, I think they start to stumble a bit toward the end with the island, but uh, it, it is a wonderful game. Mm-hmm. And then 5, playing it by myself, it doesn't. it's not a horror game. It's just a, you know, it's an action shooter with monstrosities, as is 6. And um, it, I, I think that those games would be really fun co-op. Uh, but I, I still go back to I wish there was more horror. Resident Evil 6 definitely does have... I, I, I would never call it the black sheep of the series because that's absolutely Umbrella Core. Maybe <laughs> soon to be Reverse. Well, may, or, you know, maybe it's fair to say 6 is the black sheep of the main series. The, like, actual... Because these games, the difference with 5 and 6 as well is they are, like, firmly in canon. Like, the events yes. of 5 were referenced in Village. Yes, and and so they 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 are absurd, but it is it is nice. I mean, they they do still sit there, and they are still games to play. And I think that they are worth playing at least once. Uh, somebody will find something enjoyable about something in them. Um, but it, it it does also ring true that I think they lost their way a little bit when they were uh, writing these games, and you know that return to form in seven was probably, um, it, it, it was likely caused by the reaction to 6. So right. um, with that, I, I still feel like, you know, co-op Resident Evil is a fun idea. And again, like it goes all the way back to the beginning of the series. It was something that they, uh, the developers had attempted at the very start, uh, despite technological limitations. And so it has its roots in the series. It's there. Um, and I think it has its place. It's just a matter of how you execute on that. And there is definitely a very possible way to do a survival horror game with a partner that would be really fun and engaging. And um, I'm kind of hopeful that we get something like that someday. Maybe mm-hmm. this multiplayer stuff is the way to do that. Maybe, yeah. So, we may have missed something, but for the most part, I think that about covers the online side of multiplayer games. What I want to talk about next, then, is the couch co-op Resident Evil games. Games you can play in tandem with another person uh, without having an online connection. And, as you mentioned, uh, the Revelations games have a raid mode and Mercenaries. Those are two, I think, great like arcade like additions. I can't remember, but I feel like there might be parts of Revelations 2 that you can play the story together, but I'm not positive, so don't quote me on that. You can. Um, I, I believe you can. Your 
AI controlled character, I believe, can be operated by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the mechanics of how you would connect to each other or play with each other because um, I've never attempted it. Yeah, me but neither. I th- I think that Revelations two uh, and Revelations might be the like the the superior alter ego to um, like five and six when it comes to co op horror game i would agree those because those games are pretty good uh there's they're not too spooky but they're pretty good resident evil games the two couch co-op games i wanted to talk about were umbrella chronicles and dark side chronicles did you ever play these i i did play them very briefly at a friend's house back in the day so i have both of them these were on rails shooters developed for the wii i believe you can get both of them on pc now and essentially, these games take you through uh, the Resident Evil timeline, starting with zero. The uh, Umbrella Chronicles covers zero through, I think, two, and then Dark it's, Side. Uh, Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil One Remake, and Resident Evil Three. Which, <laughs> fun fact: the Resident <laughs> Evil Three campaign is actually just a bunch of assets and materials from Resident Evil Outbreak. <laughs> they didn't really do a retelling of Resident Evil 3 as much as they did a retelling of Resident Evil Outbreak with Jill and Carlos. That's but, funny. You know, that's that's a discussion for another day. That's just silly. So then, is 2 in Dark Side Chronicles? 2 is in Dark Side Chronicles as well as Code Veronica. And I think some new material, which uh, shows Leon and Krauser's a relationship before Krauser became such a bad guy in Resident Evil 4. Interessante. So yeah, these games weren't um, like stellar from a storytelling perspective because they're they're arcade shooters. That being said, I had a lot of fun with them. Uh, I played these in high school. Uh, I only had a Wii console as far as like the current gen at the time went, and I had recently gotten the on rail shooters bug real bad because there was also a game called House of the Dead Overkill, which was a new original House of the Dead game made for the Wii that was real fun. Uh, so I liked the the chronicles games and they were really fun multiplayer because you could just have a friend come over and kill zombies together they are not survival horror games obviously uh they i i don't know how much you'd love them if you were a diehard resident evil fan i could see it going either way to be honest i could see you enjoying them because i think any sane person would go like okay clearly this is not trying to be a mainline resident evil game this is an arcade adaptation of resident evil but i could also see some purists being like that's not resident evil in which case i don't know what to tell you because <laughs> it's not <laughs> I, I think they're really fun because again yeah like you said it is it is just like an on rails shooter for fun so um it, it is simplistic in its telling of the, the the franchise's lore but um it serves its purpose you just jump in and have fun shooting at stuff on rails. I would love if they brought this back now that we've like, if they had a new Chronicles game that covered five, six, seven, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, why not? Right. Right. And, and and I think that like, I think it is still on brand for resident evil because they've done uh, light gun games before these. Um, there was a game for the PlayStation called resident evil survivor. And it was a first person uh, game where you could also use a light gun uh, to play the game. Uh, so move over, Ethan Winters. Um, Ark Thompson was the first first-person shooter character in Resident Evil back in 1999. Mm, that's interesting. Um, Capcom also did it. Uh, did a follow-up to that for 
Code Veronica, uh, which is like it, it is very arcadey, and I I, I I I I usually don't think that of that as a bad thing, but in this case, it's <laughs> a very bad thing. Um, uh, Resident Evil Gun Survivor Two is um, you arcade shoot your way through environments from Code Veronica, and there's a timer that. Uh, once it gets to zero, Nemesis is now on the loose and chasing you. Um, I've seen footage of this game. I've never played it, but it just looks so janky. Um, it, it, it definitely. I think there were probably arcade machines that played this game, um, but uh, it. I don't. I don't have no clue uh, who this game is necessarily for. And then uh, Capcom also did this with Dino Crisis. Uh, Dino Stalker was a light gun based, like first person shooter uh, game. Uh, in the same vein, so they they've they've done this many times before, and and to varying degrees of success. Um, so I think it's on brand. And the nice thing about Umbrella Chronicles, I think, is uh, you get a lot of fan service. You get like a nice bit of uh, you know nods and uh, nudges here and there, like hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? And it's kind of cool to like see things from different perspectives and and get you know alternate. Uh, uh, executions and, and, and tellings of, of these stories uh, and then extra bits there's some extra bits in there too that are fun to do as well like Leon and Krauser's story it's some new material right so um, they have a lot of fun to be had I think and it's something that you know for the the serious side of Resident Evil to the arcade side um both of those things have like worked in tandem together. I think that there's absolutely a possibility that a- another Chronicles game or a light gun shooter game, however that would work today, maybe instead of light gun shooter, it's a VR game. Right. Like they're doing with Resident Evil 4 VR, but you know, its own thing. So a VR on rails. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. So I think there's a lot of potential in that that could be really fun. I mean, those those games are, I think, still fun. And um, some of them are, you know, like I think Survivor is a little bit more horror than, uh, you know, Chronicles was. But uh, I, I think they have their place and um, it, it would be interesting to see how Capcom revisits that again, potentially after Resident Evil 4 VR. Right. And those like a, a theoretical third Chronicles game would be a great opportunity for them to also put in raid mode and mercenaries and it could be offline and online like that's just basically their multiplayer game right uh they're i put everything in one package and if people want it great if not that's fine too because it's not a mainline entry now i think the big thing that we would probably have to be concerned about here is the the, the same issues that plagued resident evil 6 which was just trying to do too much with mm-hmm. one project so it, i th- i think that there's a lot of Resident Evil spin-off that is absolutely great and at some point you're going to have to pick and choose what you want to keep and what you might want to leave on the cutting room floor and 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 some of that might come down to the name because I know that like some of these modes are probably similar to others even if they have a different name mm-hmm. um so I, I I wonder truly what the most popular pieces are i feel very strongly the outbreak and raid motor there for sure um but uh to to fit all that in the one package i still feel is the best way to go because then you just have your story resident evil games and you have the history behind you that is always there and hopefully still available for everyone to play 
But then for people that are just new to the series or aren't sure where to start, um, if they want to just play a multiplayer game, then boom, everything's right there in one place. And it's very easy to figure out what you want to play. I could imagine a new player looking at Resistance, looking at Reverse, looking at Umbrella Core, like looking at all these multiplayer offerings and being like, what the hell? What is this? Is Capcom (laughs) just like going insane trying to make a new game every year for the multiplayer crowd? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think because I was thinking about this, what I would like to see from the Resident Evil franchise going forward and how they juggle all this. And the solution I came up with uh, was basically to have three lines of Resident Evil games. And this might sound like I'm asking for a lot, but I'm really not asking for anything. I'm just proposing how Capcom can print themselves a bunch of money. And so the first line franchise, whatever you want to call it, would be the main line games we're seeing now. So res- that that would be your the upcoming Resident Evil 9, 10, 11, whatever, like in all remakes. The second one would be your multiplayer experiences. And that would ideally be Outbreak, but whatever they want to do there could be online and offline. The third one, and this is where we have fun with it, Michael. This is pure Pike Dream. What I would like to see is a line of Resident Evil games that were actually true horror games. Maybe they're more grounded. Maybe they feature no cast members we've seen before. Maybe these are shorter experiences. They're not as long. They're not as like AAA, you know, $60, $70 games. They're smaller. They're they're sleeker, but they're spookier. And those are for, for those of us that want that in our Resident Evil games. That is an interesting trident of Resident Evil think it could be really really cool i don't think they're gonna do it <laughs> like i don't you know i don't want to be too critical of capcom but i also don't want to be too much of an apologist because they are like this huge company obviously but as far as like video game makers go i think capcom has actually been kind of on the ball the last several years and not even just with resident evil um it's just the one thing they clearly can't figure out is this multiplayer thing uh, and I mean, ideally, I would say just stop trying to compete in that space. You know, you guys are killing it with the single player games. Just stick with that. You're doing great. But I, I, again, I think they're desperate to get into. They see the money being spent. They see how much EA and Fortnite are raking in. And they're like, man, we want to do that. Like, how can we sell loot boxes? Yeah. And I think it goes back to, again, the differentiation if, if, if Capcom is going to continue to attempt their multiplayer endeavors by copying the trend of the week, then I think they're really doomed to fail because the trend of the week is it's number one in the market. You can't simply top Fortnite just by the power of your brand. You have to bring a lot more to the table. And we saw, I don't know how many different MMOs claim to be World of Warcraft killers, and they all arrived flat, right? So I, I, I think the key to the game is offer something different. Offer something that's not currently available, and right there at their fingertips, ready to be plucked, is Outbreak. I mean, there are even references to Outbreak in their new games. Right. There's a reference in Resident Evil 7. I was shocked to hear you when you told me that. <laughs> There's, there, in, in Resident Evil 3 Remake, you can find a police car, and Kevin from Outbreak is on the radio talking about uh, you know, being in Jay's bar with Mark, 
and Bob and Bob is injured. What do we do? What is happening? And Jill really doesn't have a response to it, but we, we all know that that is outbreak occurring right there just a few blocks away. Right. The game is like Capcom acknowledges it. They, 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 they acknowledge that these games are, they exist. They acknowledge the outbreak is canon. It's part of the franchise. It's, it's there. And not only is outbreak just like full of resident evil DNA, it is probably the most resident evil like multiplayer game that we've ever had. And, it, it really deserves a comeback because I feel strongly that any any executive who would look at the financial history and see Outbreak as a, like just a non-starter because, you know, the first game met sales goals. The second game was, you know, it lagged behind. Looking at those financials, ignore them. That was 2003. And on top of that, we're in a completely different landscape now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, We're in a I also post nine eleven. Yeah, I I also would like strongly strongly urge like I I just have a complete disdain for um listening to focus groups when it comes to multiplayer games because you're looking at such a small sample size right. that it 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 you you probably aren't going to uh come out successful if your very small sample group says well we like playing this way and you know chances are that doesn't represent everybody and it absolutely does not. So um, I, I, I really believe that behind this, there has to be that resident evil DNA. You got to do something different and out right now outbreak is incredibly different to add on to that. You can also bring in these other pieces and make a, uh, you know, a, a game that's worth $60 on purchase but then additionally, you would have that microtransaction aspect that they're desperately trying for. Right. And there, there, there's a formula there that works. Oh, absolutely. And I think you just outlined it perfectly. It, it, it writes itself, really. Um, yeah, I remember from, from my perspective, someone who's a newcomer to Outbreak uh, and very inexperienced, uh, I remember being surprised when you told me about it maybe a year ago, whenever that was, and the idea that there was this whole online Resident Evil game that I had both not heard of, but also Capcom had allowed to die. Because that just seems crazy, <laughs> like right now, right. To, to have this multiplayer game and not do anything with it. And then when I played it with you, you know, even like I mentioned, there's some warts that come with playing an old 3D video game. It still felt like a unique game. It didn't necessarily feel redundant or derivative. And it is kind of crazy that they are not interested in uh, just revisiting that. And I, I can't imagine why I there's just nothing that makes it make sense because they're obviously interested in doing online multiplayer games. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they, but they aren't interested in doing theirs. <laughs> right. And it's, it's, it just, it, it flabbergasts me so much because it is, I think the perfect differentiation for today um, in the multiplayer space, you, you, you definitely wouldn't have any comparisons to dead by daylight you wouldn't have any comparisons to Friday the 13th. It, it would be unique uh, in in, comp- in competition with all of these other offerings. And I, I, I again, I feel like the best way to describe them is the video game form of an escape room. Um, and that escape rooms are really fun. I don't know if you've ever been to one, but 
uh, if you can safely go to an escape room and, and, and they're a really good time. I love I love that that experience. You just plug in escape rooms right now. I yeah, because they're fun. <laughs> this episode brought you, to you by escape rooms. Have Have you ever Have you ever been through an escape room? It's a good time trying to solve a puzzle. I did. I went. I went with my wife, my and, uh, my cousin, and my uncle, and my parents, and I went to my mind palace. I did some maths in my head. I waved my hands around <laughs> in the air. I, I moved the equation, and uh, we did not escape. Nice. I did one in particular that uh, the the story of it was you're in a lab that has uh, you know, accidentally produced zombies, and the the uh, researcher who is experimenting on this stuff uh, got infected and is chained to the wall and is slowly breaking out of his chains unless you can escape. If you get touched by the zombie, like they do like a, like the, the, the two hand tag uh, football on your shoulders uh, type touch. Well, do they bite you? No. <laughs> then what's the, what? this is stupid. I, I Okay. Well, I mean, there's safety concerns. I would with simply wear football pads. People. Okay. <laughs> But you, you, the player uh, in this scenario, uh, in, in the escape room, uh, can become the zombie as well because you got tagged by the zombie. Well, it's a good thing you're always uh, packing, huh, bud? Yeah, yeah. You always got your piece on you. <laughs> I, I always got a camera with me. That's right. No, I'm in a gun. Um, oh, well, I'm I, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, these games are essentially like that. Which, I mean, if you look at Resident Evil from its very core. I mean, they also resemble escape rooms fairly well, I think, mm-hmm. uh, it, because you're in a mansion, you're in the police station, you're in the city. Get out. That that's like yeah, the core no, that's, of it that's, there, right? I think that's accurate. So um, it, it, there's really not much else like that uh, available for multiplayer. That and 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 I think Capcom is just either they're working on it right now and they just don't want to tell us that they're working on it because all of these little hints uh easter eggs to outbreak characters and things that happen an outbreak i feel like that isn't it it can't just be uh we're going to do something to appeal to the outbreak fans right i feel like there's there's a hint that something has to be in the works that they're, they're they're behind the scenes they're really trying to to make this game that we're talking about right now, but we just haven't gotten to the phase where they can publicly announce it. I just sincerely hope that's the truth. What do you feel? I, you know, I want you to be right. I want that to be correct. Uh, but I, I worry that we're just doing some wishful thinking here. And I, 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 I that's my concern as well. Cause it, it could be anything. And all these other multiplayer games that they just keep pumping out really, really leans towards maybe this is just wishful thinking. Right. And, but here's what I will say in a world where Zack Snyder's justice league is exists. Anything's possible, buddy. Cause that's a movie that got made. Cause a bunch of people refused to stop yelling at AT and T. So I think there is something to be said for like, uh, passionate, uh, uh pleasant <laughs> fan voices <laughs> that are calling out for something because they love it and they want it to exist not because they're calling out negatively and and uh want to take something down so to speak uh so i think if the community continues to speak up th- there's a chance it could happen and you know what's worth mentioning is you mentioned that streamer you uh were watching and you saw that his face just like uh, essentially fell off when he saw the reverse reveal i'm pretty sure that same guy was given a early access code by capcom to stream village so yes. the fact that like the actual 
members of this community, the leaders of this community that Capcom is using for their marketing stuff are also saying, well, this is what we want. And they're saying it publicly, I think does bode well. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily fault any streamer for not like saying it to Capcom directly, obviously, because they got to they're making a living and it's like a great opportunity to get an early access to a game you love and to stream it. But I don't know. I think if Capcom is following the community close enough to know who to give their codes to, then they're listening to what those people are saying. It is not uncommon in my experience watching Resident Evil streams uh, from not just one person, but from many people. That streamer talking about how they would love a return to Outbreak um, and then also sharing a lot of these same ideas with regard to microtransactions like I would you know they would, they would make so much money because I would buy the skins I would buy the scenarios you know I, I would I would buy the, the things that would come with it and and you could do that and I would not care because I just want to play Outbreak damn it uh, and then in the chat people are talking about how they loved Outbreak as a kid or they never played it and they want to play it. And how do I get it running? Because it's just a huge headache if you don't know what yeah. to do. So um, it, 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 I think the demand is there. And again, like I, I sincerely hope that behind the scenes at Capcom, they're working on it. You know, I, I, There's no way to confirm it. There has been no leak that has confirmed it. And anything that has hinted toward that direction from any leaks has been dispelled which is again disheartening but uh we persevere we're going to continue i think uh to talk to capcom about this and i'm like i'm i'm probably going to draft up a tweet later tonight saying hey give us outbreak please (laughs) right um and i i think it's also worth mentioning that like the teams that have worked on umbrella core uh resistance reverse the, the teams that have worked on these games, I don't think there's any ill will or negative thought towards those people. I always feel very strongly that the people that are working on the games, you know, really haven't really done a whole lot of wrong. It, it's it's more about the the direction and sometimes the direction that, you know, the leadership takes just isn't uh, in line with what the people want. Um so, you know, if, if you're the, the, the person that came up with the idea for Reverse, like, yeah, I'm sorry I said it looks like it's lame, but I, I, would, would you prefer me lie? I, 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 I feel like that game already exists in so many forms, and exactly. I think that you have greater potential than to produce that. You have the ability to make something that is... Uh, really unique and powerful and has a long lasting stay um so i i i I kind of feel not just disappointed for my own experiences but also just for the teams are like oh we're making this and we don't have any say in that exactly to your point too but like there's clearly talented workers making this stuff but it's hard to imagine this concept that being resident evil reverse um being a passion project of anyone's because it's just such a copy paste. It feels like now again, we could be wrong. I'm not going to lie and say I'm excited to play this game, but if we try it and it ends up being good, well, then you're going to hear that very familiar apology time music. Maybe. Yeah. And, and (laughs) along with that, that would be like, I, 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 
it seems unfathomable, but it is very possible. Right, I agree. I'm not good. really anticipating that's going to happen, because even if the game is good, it just doesn't look like the kind of game I'm personally going to be into. But that's, you know, now we're getting into personal tastes more so than and And I would still argue design. that, like, if it if it is a game that is like every other game, then, you know, aim your sights higher. Do something, you, you know, it, it, it's your body of work. Like, make yeah. it make it yours um and there are a lot of interesting ways that that can be done that keep it true to what the franchise is right um so yeah roll with that i hope that they do make the thing that the community wants um i know that they have the capability to do that and to do it in an amazing way right and even that is it can be a slippery slope because just because they make something you don't want doesn't mean it's not good but in this very specific instance where, <laughs> where capcom is releasing two games in a row two online games in a row let me specify that just the kind of like fall flat but maybe have potential but capcom themselves doesn't seem interested in supporting them so they get that potential then it's i think fair to go like okay well why don't you just make this game that's sitting over here that fans are have figured out a way to play for themselves online, just make it. Or or like you even said at the beginning, Mike, just port it. <laughs> you don't even need to remake it. You can literally take those PS2-ass graphics, put them on Steam, and, I mean, I would buy it because that would include an easier way to play with friends because that server that those fans made is amazing, but obviously there's a big of a headache connecting to that, and I think the people who made the server themselves would be like, okay, great, this doesn't need to exist anymore. Yeah, I, I the, the fact that there is such a, a strong community behind that is really what what tells the truth right it, it sells it for me right that this is this has to happen we're like we're all collectively manifesting outbreak file three because that game is online and it always has been people have found a way to make it workable and and that'll ring true for everything if Capcom were to attempt to shut it down if uh, or any company for for that matter any company that makes a game that's beloved and then it dies uh, or you know they just it goes out of print in this case uh, people find a way to keep that stuff alive and keep playing it um, whether it's online or off and again I, I, I embrace the wishful thinking that maybe they're working on the outbreak that we we're, we want and we're we've been waiting for all these years and that's why those Easter eggs are in these games but resistance and reverse just also tell me the opposite if they were working on outbreak why would they devote those resources to those projects and how could they devote those resources in a better way because even just the cash for third-party studios could be allocated in a better way or those third-party studios could work on something that is put to better use than a game that is multiplayer only and only available for one year. There's got to be a better way. And that way is Resident Evil Battle Royale. You heard it here first, folks. Outbreak. Uh, on Resident that, Evil out, Outbreak. Outbreak file Battle out, Resident, Royale. Resident like Evil said, Outbreak File 3. Agreement. Battle Royale. I'm um, holding a sign Raccoon outside City. Capcom HQ. It says <laughs> Outbreak. Give us Outbreak. And I'm saying, I'm holding another one saying I'm with Stupid. But it's, I'm actually facing the other way. I'm, I, I'm, I got confused. I, I got lost. Who's <laughs> <laughs> looking for the Konami offices? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Konami? <laughs> I think on that note, 
we've basically solved this one. Uh, Surprise Mechanics does it again. Healed uh, Resident Evil's wounds. Now Capcom just needs to take our advice. This is all free, by the way, if you are a representative for the Capcom Corp. All we ask is you let us voice characters in your upcoming Resident Evil Battle Royale game. Yes, I would like to uh, play a character. I don't care who it is. Just give me a character. Do not care. I would actually love it if I got uh, bodied in like the first 30 seconds. Just immediately wipe me out. And not from a zombie. Like I walk into traffic looking the wrong way or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd be happy with just one word of dialogue, yeah. or maybe just oh, a grunt. Yes! As you're getting bit by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Um, outbreak, please give us Outbreak, Capcom. Um, I mean, I'll play Reverse once. I hope it's good. <laughs> what, if it's re- a, what if it's a big red herring and it actually is Outbreak? They're just lying. Oh, God. I, I'd feel like such i'd cry after recording this episode and just ranting about it for an hour and a half i'd cry be like thank you so much finally (laughs) (laughs) well a boy can dream uh and on that note mike let's call this one dunzo thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you on the next one as mark says in resident evil outbreak help me please